Oh, all right. There we go. Got to port it up right. Hey. Hi. Saturday Friends Club. There we go. Oh, the whole frog there. Yeah, there we go. I had to port the whole headphone up that way, I heard. There we go. Maybe ah. you should have done some voice exercises before starting the show. <laughs> I'm going at it like 25%. Oh, we're going in cold as the, ni- <laughs> cold as the night. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Spooky night. Welcome to the Saturday Friends Club, your place for nostalgic fun. Uh, I am Josh. Sabrina's here. Hello. Eric's here. I'm here. Uh, we are broadcasting on the airways and everything. Our every other week Saturday show now recorded on Sundays for reasons of scheduling. <laughs> We have defeated the Saturday, the Sunday Friends Club and taken their <laughs> taken their name. There can uh, be only one. You know, it's uh, they have fewer podcasts, aka zero. Yeah, take um, that. So we are still continuing on Spook Timber uh, as we have done. We have already fallen three children's shows or three children's movies. Granted, is from it our, is it Spook Timber or at this point when they get published online, they will be in October. Well, this one's publishing today, so it's still technically Spook Timber. The last of the Spooktember. The last of the Spooks. Next is Febtober. We yes. really need to work on our scheduling. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, a little bit all over the place. Also, we did lose an episode because witches didn't turn out. So, are you oh, serious? No. Yeah, we did lose witches. What happened? Uh, didn't record. The curse of Nicole happened again. Oh no! Oh come on! I had so I had so much colorful commentary on that one too. We can redo it if we so feel I like know. it. And why are we just now finding out about this? A movie I actually kind of enjo- actually enjoyed. Well, I'm sorry. We can talk about it later. On another recording, I guess. Oh, poopy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, we are the Saturday Friends Club. We talk about nostalgic stuff that we liked as our childhood. As said, we are doing spook timber and October slash Halloween stuff since uh, the spooky stuff tends to come in giant waves and batches. So why not go ahead and take over two months for that? I mean, it kind of makes sense because we have way more we have way more Halloween e content than we have like. Thanksgiving content, so November's it's, already kind of a grab bag. Yeah. Of just, it tends to leak over no it's, matter it's what. It's hard to find Thanksgiving specific movies. I remember that there was one um, uh, what, what was his name? Um, uh, whatever. Uh, there was one that I recalled like a few years ago that was like, oh, it's the Thanksgiving movie. It's like, nah, unless it's like Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. I don't think Is they're there? really... yeah. Well, and we also did last year, we did uh, Adam's Family Values. Yeah, which is like a pseudo-Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, has a Thanksgiving scene. Sabrina looks very confused at this moment. Well, because you know how Charlie Brown has a Thanksgiving? Uh Uh-huh. But he technically, they don't say Halloween for the Halloween one. They say, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Right. Branding. Well, the, uh, Charlie Brown is meant Halloween is, is trademark. Has no, it has to be like it has to be excruciatingly wholesome, so they can't actually say Halloween. You can't you can't show any sign of spooks or like spooks, basically. No, no, no paganism or anything fun. Mm, yet we're okay with a Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christmas tree is technically pagan. <laughs> Sabrina, save that in two months. <laughs> Jeez, you you stumbled upon the secret of Catholicism. Every time you bring me something Catholic, I'll find a way to prove to you it's pagan. Yeah, no, it's the, that that is the 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 not so secret of the Catholic Church is they basically just like, uh, we'll we'll just let people keep doing their like their what favorite they pagan, do. Yeah. yeah, their favorite pagan things, but we'll just make it like a Jesus thing. I don't know, and we'll turn the things they like evil. Yep, 
Oh, wait, wait. Help. welcome to the religious cast of the Saturday Friends Club. I mean, it is Halloween. Might as well just bring it out. We, this this podcast is a strong stance against popery. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out now. Um, we, yeah, we Except adhere. Except pumpkin ones. Pumpkin ones are okay. I just don't. Okay. I, I, admit, I agree. I don't like popery. I mean, it's just scented twigs. We, let's, we, be, let's be honest. We here adhere to the tenets of the Reformation and Martin Luther and... <laughs> If you there will be no Catholics on this show. If you are, whoa, okay. Oh, I don't think we should say that. <laughs> all right. We might make some Catholic friends that are actually all right. Excuse me, I'm just gonna go hide. Not this. <laughs> this is a real they're, good death. They're all just, you know, <laughs> what was the line from Prairie Home Companion saying like, oh, they're all just paying money to put diamonds on this Pope's shoelaces. <laughs> Boy, that was the great the, the great bit about like there's only in Lake Wobegon there's four car dealerships and three are owned by Lutherans and one is owned by a Catholic and it's like it's like the Chrysler dealership is the Catholic guy so wow. all the Lutherans in town all buy Chevys. That's nice. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway. that another was another great... another uh, another heartwarming radio show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let me see if I can find my segue out of this one. Um, Don't even you, try. Got we got just... you good, radio boy. <laughs> Let's see you do it. Let's see you find your way out. Are you of this afraid one. of Catholicism? Well, you know what kind of things happen in woodsy areas is a bunch of kids getting together and telling spooky stories. These, I just want to up to the top. This is not a great format for a radio thing, but I really want to talk about just right off the bat, like how how '90s are their outfits. Oh, the most. It's All right, we should in, we should say crazy. we should say. Oh boy! Granted, everybody that is downloading this online at uh yeah, it's not really a spoiler as to what we're doing. We are broadcasting. For, oh, that's true. True, so, true, 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 true. Um, but if you are curious, we are talking about. Are you afraid of the dark? Yes. And if you don't know what that is, you're either really, really old or really, really young. See, <laughs> you're not a millennial, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. For real, what is I mean, up? kind of targeted towards millennials since we're millennials, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but this, this is a show I picked. Uh, I remember, had very fond memories of watching this as a kid. Um, my grandparents took care of me after school um, until my parents were done with work, and then they would pick me up. Uh, so I watched, I was at my grandparents' house, and they had cable, so I got to watch Nickelodeon. And I remember this being one of my, this was one of my favorite Nickelodeon shows. It was definitely the the odd one out. It was the one with the spooks. Yes, and it was the one that I could watch, unlike Ren and Stimpy, which I could not. <laughs> I th- yeah, that's more or less true. Um, I uh, could watch Ren and Stimpy. I don't know what you're talking. Your, your about. dad let you watch everything. Well, we'll talk into what her dad let <laughs> her and, watch and that, next. And that, <laughs> and that completely like shows every part of you. <laughs> Currently, have zombie hands on your shoulders. They're technically on my boobs. I'm yeah. just wearing a different. There I was we trying go. To, I was trying to be cool, Sabrina. <laughs> yeah. There, there's zombie hands on my shirt that makes it look yeah. like they're grabbing my boobs. From it's really behind, awesome. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing a Medusa shirt. It's pretty cool too. She's a very sexy Medusa. Sexy Medusa. You wear. You know, we're all wearing pretty things. But You've got a skull on your shirt. Uh, yeah, there's a skull. I'm yeah. a little concerned though because the picture of Medusa, she's flat ironing her snake hair, and as she's flat ironing her snake hair, the snakes are dying. Well, well they grow back. This is all. This is also great for radio. Anyway, let's talk about. Um, let's the talk about are you that these people are wearing. Are you afraid of the dark? Are Why you did you like it? Uh, well, it's. Uh, I'll, I'll start us off then. Is it? Uh, are you afraid of the dark? Is a Canadian horror anthology television series. It was on YTV. No idea. And Nickelodeon. 
aired from 90, uh, 1990 to 1996, which puts it in the absolute sweet spot for me. I was born in 1990, so I, w- I grew up, I would have grown up watching like maybe the last couple uh, season of the original run and seeing reruns of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it also had a second run from 99 to 2000. And uh, that was, yeah, that was a little bit past my time, I guess. Wait, is it, was it the same people or was this a different cast? You know, I don't know exactly. I don't um, think I, I had cable during that time, so I don't think I saw the later one. Well, I, I should, right at the top, I'll say this is a story. It's a, it's an anthology. So every, every episode is a different story and it has a, a framing device, which is a bunch of kids called the Midnight Society uh, get together on a campfire in the woods at night and they tell spooky stories. Uh, I, I don't care at all about the framing story. Like they're all like, they, they apparently in the second run, they actually have like spooky things start happening to them in real life. And there's like a real world mystery, but. Oh, I did not know that. That's all late season stuff. Don't care. Wow. And all, and then the kids are just kind of like interchangeable, like nineties kids. Well, every episode seems to begin with something of just like, eh, we don't like it. Like, let's see if you can do it or, oh, we don't want them joining our society. Man. Like it's it's a lot of this like weird kid infighting of just like, oh, I don't want to listen to this story. And at the end, like maybe I really like that story. I don't know. Yeah. It's, that's like every episode. Um, it's, it's basically irrelevant to the plot. What's interesting about this are the individual stories. Um, let's see. It was created and written by a bunch of people. Um, you can look them up. Uh, <laughs> it is all filmed. It is all whatever. F- it's a, it's Canadian. It's filmed in Montreal, uh, Quebec. Totally uh, not surprised about British that. Columbia. Yeah. This, this movie is nineties Canada. I mean, we were, when we were watching one of the episodes, we were like, she just said sorry, like three times sorry. in a row. I'm like, so Canadian. And then like, and then like a Mountie on a moose, like walk by. <laughs> Canadian afraid? walks by with the Stanley cup over its head. Ooh, are you, are you afraid of Justin Trudeau? <laughs> and, and, and his, in, in his inconsistent and dishonest environmental policies. Ooh. <laughs> oh, geez. What face is he wearing today? <laughs> <laughs> what outrageously racist costume? Is he wearing today? <laughs> Which, by the, I just really quick because we're talking about Canada. I, my favorite, my, my the meme that has been destroying me lately is the like the like choose your fighter meme, and it's like pic- different pictures of Trudeau and his different like the different like he'll go, he went to India and dressed in this like very stereotypical like like native Indian like outfit. And apparently it was told like it's it's a bit much. You, you don't need to wear that. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like the four much. panels that you can choose, like the four different Trudeau, like way overdressing or dressed in blackface. <laughs> so, oh boy, Canada, we love you, but sometimes I we don't really have any room to talk. So oh, Canada. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. This show uh, was. I remember watching this. I remember being freaked out by it, uh, but wanting to watch more, which is a good sign, I believe. Um, I kind of like, I just want, I also, I think a good point to say about this show is um, I was happy that this show was, I think it respected the view, like the viewers, I wouldn't say intelligence, but just like, yeah, we can, we can give kids like a, a decent scare. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it's not like, you know, super sugary or anything. And it's not, they, I feel like they, they pull some punches, but then they're not afraid to give you like, oh, that was a, that was, like, that was a scare. And I remember being like really like spooked by some of these episodes. Yeah. Oh, especially the last one here is per- I I feel like they I, get, they felt like they had more leeway over time to get yes, scarier. Yes. That was the first yeah. episode of season 5. So like let's start this one off. <laughs> let's um, go with a banger. All five ep- uh, I I sorry, all three episodes I picked are ones that I remember very distinctly that I I re- like memorable and I was scared by. So I'm like 
pick these. So, uh, I it, uh, yeah, it's uh, that's kind of why I picked them. I feel like these were they're pretty good and representative. Some episodes are not scary and they're just really weird. Um, so like a Twilight Zone. Yes, this is this is very much like a more horror oriented kids Twilight Zone. So. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Goosebumps was like that too, where they would have some actually scary episodes and then they would just have some goofy ones that weren't actually scary. They were just kind of like bleh. Yeah, like. Freaking vampire's breath turned out to be so stupid at the very end. You're just like, what? Yeah, it's it's so it, yeah. It is. It, I think it was kind of it's kind of in the same vein as Goosebumps. It was yeah. kind of like Nickelodeon's like Goosebumps. Yeah, well, Goosebumps I think started later, didn't it? Yes. Okay. And I think that that was like on Fox and like it it was oh, definitely was it? on okay. different channels. I know we watched Goose. Didn't we do Goosebumps? I can't no, remember. not yet. No. Well, so um. So yeah, every episode begins with the kids like, and one of them like, I'm gonna tell you the tale of, blah, blah, and they'll, they'll give this like corny intro, and then they say like, for the for the submitted for the approval of the Minute Society, I give you the tale of blank. And I I, I just wanted to read, plant something on the Wikipedia article. It says each storyteller would begin the story by saying, submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, I call the story story name. At which point he or she would toss a handful of midnight dust, which is a link to the paid for gunpowder. <laughs> Bam! What, what, that's, that's like the only explanation for what that is. They have like a sack of like just loose gunpowder that they they, they throw. But it looks the, sparkly. Yeah, I, th- I'm sure, I bet they mix sparkles in it to make like, it look w- weird. Wouldn't yeah. it be a little bit more reactive than that? Or mm, I guess no. it's the percentage of glitter to explosive. I think it's me- I, I think it's like uh, it's basically the stuff that it's it's like low grade, so it flashes more. Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't really explode properly unless it's under pressure. They're just using like dairy creamer. <laughs> I think. I think they probably did. They probably took like low grade, uh, like smoke powder, and put like glitter into it. Just so it's like, ooh, it's mm-hmm. spooky. I, I want to now do like a MythBusters thing where we're trying trying out different things that you can throw into a campfire to make a nice like little ex, like not explosion, but not that nice like little, little cool effect. effect. Yeah. Also, apparently, um, submitted the for modern a, rogue on this. Apparently, yeah. submitted for a, the approval of uh, also is what Rod Sterling would say in the Twilight Zone. So ah. I have not seen the Twilight Zone very much. So, um, yeah, there's there's many references in it, but um, but yeah. So should we start with the the first episode? Well, I how about I give you the the oh, lead in? Oh, man, I almost forgot. Yeah, I know. I got it. Like Ooh, you, you, you were so gunning for all this. Oh, I'm I was I'm excited to do this one. Uh, I we, I basically I think this is one of the first ones I wanted to do. When we started the podcast, and then just stuff got in the way, so. Okay. Um, well, let's go ahead and do this. Let's talk about spooky kid stories in the dark. Uh, let's talk about having your own little, like, childhood cult. Uh, let's cult? Talk, I mean, sort of. I guess. <laughs> These kids are way cooler than I was. Yeah, let's let's talk about a whole bunch of really, like, great 90s fashion. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about, well, are you afraid of the dark? Also love television intros because they just end. <laughs> Ooh, love! I love the intro. It is. It's a, it's a really good intro. It uh, definitely a, like it establishes a cone a tone, and it's got 
I, I don't know if they like filmed the scene before they put everything together, but it has like this weird thing where it's like entering a spooky house and then you go into the attic and then like it pans over to that clown and that's the moment it goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I've never had the entire like clown phobia thing, but that's the only point where I'm just like, okay, I don't like that. No, <laughs> I, re- I just remember as a kid, like I would be watching Nickelodeon and then that that, that opening, and then like the opening shot of the little aura, and I would go like, "Ooh, like are you for the dark sun?" Well, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like a cold open. It's yeah, like, it's like when a wrestler comes down the stage and just their theme song this is hits. Exactly like professional <laughs> wrestling. It's exactly like it. Um, you know, the theme song hits, and everybody just like, "Are you for of the dark? Let's do this." Yeah, I, I I love the intro. I when I when I re-download like like when I re-download the episode to watch it, I was like. I was like that when I heard that theme for the first time in like many years, I was like, "Ooh, yeah!" I haven't heard that in way too long. So, ooh. all right. Good. So, uh, what are we starting off with? So we're starting off, uh, as I said, these are not picked for any particular reason other than I remember these very vividly, and I remember having like memories. I would have memories of stuff that, like, did I dream that? Did I remember something else, or was that an "Are You Afraid of the Dark" episode? And I and inevitably, it's the third. So. Uh, season three, episode three is the tale of the, of the watcher's wood. Okay. Uh, this is one I remember like very vividly. Uh, so we just get into the storyline here. Um, I don't have a good, like, there isn't really a good, like each episode summary for each of these. So I'm just going to kick it from my head as they say. Sure. Uh, if we want to, uh, to state that the, the two characters, the two primary characters, <laughs> Kelly and Sarah, uh, Kelly is played by Jules Sight. State. State, sure. Uh, who then went on to play uh, Kaylee in Firefly. Yes, I, I remember looking that up like, yeah, so. Little, yeah, little she looked there. familiar even as a kid. <laughs> she looked yeah. like, uh, she looked like, um, also kind of like uh, Kate Mulgrew as a child. I have no idea what Kate Mulgrew I mean, like she had a, a so. she had a face where we were both kind of going like. We recognize like, her. Yeah. Also, her hair is like was like my mother's '90s hairdo. So. Oh yeah, I believe that. I don't know what you call that, where it's kind of like up and over. It's like up and over. I don't know. Oh, I mean, Kelly was a mom. Like yeah. the, the, the tiny, it was like a shrunken <laughs> down mom, a small mom asking to see the manager. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's a tiny Karen. Uh, it was just, it's yeah, called abs- teased. A- absolutely, is uh, was should have been named Karen. Um, anyway, so yes, uh, and then uh, the, the the girl played Sarah, I think, did some other acting stuff, but then has gone on to just leave like a normal life. Let's so, see. Yeah, she's done some stuff, but appears to have stopped around 2007. Yeah. So um, this story is the is like it's like a summer camp. I'm sure this is like I don't know where it's meant to be, but it looks like it looks like the summer camp from Beetlejuice. Basically, every other like movie or TV show kids summer camp. Um, and we got the two characters. Uh, Sarah is the like nerdy know-it-all. Uh, she's got a million badges, which are all like perfectly evenly spaced across her jacket. Um, and Kelly is the like I guess she's supposed to be like the popular girl. She's got her like cohorts, and they like make fun of Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, summer camp, and Sarah's all excited, and Kelly's like, "Oh, this sucks," and you know I don't want to be on the on this. <laughs> but uh, as they as they get to summer camp, I. Uh, Kind of like uh, you know they they hint they hint at some stuff that there's some strange stuff going on, uh, and then one night in the like the camp building, uh, Sarah hears the story that nearby is, is a place called Watcher's Wood where people disappear and three campers mysteriously vanished in like 1912 many years ago, 
and like they have their photo on the wall and like and there are three whistles. So the next day, wouldn't you know it that uh, Sarah is paired with Kelly uh, and they have to go like go on a nature hike together, basically. And Sarah decides or uh, Kelly decides to be the worst. Yeah, she's just like, uh, you know, I'm just going to take your stuff because I'm a jerk. I do, yeah, she, I do like also that she just like busted a pack of cigarettes and, and Sarah's like, are you going to smoke? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, whoa, wait, where? Like, how old is she? She's like 10. She's a true Karen at heart. She's very, yeah, this is very Karen. Um, but yeah, they go off into the woods and basically she, that they're, she's giving him, she's kind of spooker. And, and then uh, Sarah goes off to like look at something and Kelly like takes her backpack and throws it somewhere and then wanders off to go smoke. Um, and that's when the supernatural stuff starts happening where Kelly tries to find the trail, but she keeps like trees mysteriously appear where there were no before. And it turns out that suddenly they're in the Blair Witch world. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I do like that she like, sees a tree and it's like in the path and like that tree wasn't there before. And like, well, I can't just walk past that tree. <laughs> like played too many video games. Like a tree does not like block your ability to move past it. You can just walk past it. Um, so they quickly realize that they get, they're like lost in the woods at night and it becomes obvious that they are stuck in Watcher's Wood, which apparently moves around to like catch people. Uh, and then uh, Kelly wandering around, I think she encounters the like eerie green glow and she come, wanders into like the strange like witch's hut area, which is the the, the first area where I remember like freaking, like being scared as a kid because she walks into this like clearing where there's like a creepy like hut and all this like witch stuff. And there's just like a skinned calf's head on a stake. Oh, yeah, that was pretty weird. I was like, whoa, put that in the kids' <laughs> All show. right, sweet. And, like, as she walks past it, it, like, slowly turns to watch, like, to watch her. And then all, any of the tension is is kind of dampened by the fact that there's, like, floating little, like, torches. But you can very, <laughs> very clearly see the wires. Like, yes. They did a very bad job with the wire work on that. But she runs into three crazy, like, witch-looking uh, women uh, who capture her. Uh, meanwhile... I, meanwhile, Sarah is still trying to find her way through, and she sees a rotting skull that pops out of the ground. Or she's, she sees, like, the Watcher, who's just, like, a tall guy dressed as a tree. And, like, and, and she's chased by him, and, like, his skull, like, pops out of the ground and then, like, morphs into him. So she's being pursued by the Watcher. Uh, she eventually finds it where, where Kelly's been, where has been, like... Captured in a big cage by these three old women who won't let her leave because they know because for some reason they're like, oh, you're just a liar, and yeah. they just know like know for a fact they're just like, ah, you're just a big fat liar. Yeah, and it's revealed, of course, that these are the three campers who were lost many years ago, uh, and since they can't find their whistles, they can't get out of Watcher's Wood. I love the fact that the resolution of it all is essentially just like, I'll get you your whistles, and they're just like, fine, okay, go get them, and she does, and she goes and gets the whistles. Um, I do like that, like her, the key out for the cage. She they put in a bucket full of like adorable feeder mice mm-hmm. because like ah, I don't want to put my hand in the bucket and like they're feeder mice, just like they'll just nuzzle you. you uh. Pet them, little white. I don't know. I guess that's I guess that's like a a thing. It's a, it's a little. It's a cute. It's it's, it's a girl, so she obviously has to be scared Ugh. of little mice. Well, I would think you. I would think little white mice are adorable. Should- I agree, they are adorable, but apparently that's what women are scared of. Rice, mice. I almost said rice. Rice. It's totally rice. Right of rice. You know, that, getting married. Ah, God, no. Snakes. Um, um, they should have done like worms or something. Yeah, that seemed like that was that would have done more like. Worms weren't even that bad either. But yeah, but that's creepy crawly stuff. That's I used fine. to fish, so yeah, yeah, well, yeah. 
so uh, anyway, the, the yeah, the watcher pursues um, pursues Sarah, but then she busts at her later and is like, aha, I'll burn down your wood if you come oh, near me. Oh, no. And he's no. like, and disappears again. Uh, <laughs> I that's don't right. like that. So he's afraid of fire. The, the, the terrible watcher is afraid of fire. She runs back to the camp and, like, breaks the, like, in case of watcher attack, like, break glass uh, and gets the three whistles, run, returns them to the witches in the wood, uh, and that sets Kelly free. And then they turn into kids again who are then, like, transformed into a time rift, like, kind of back to the 1920s? Or I couldn't exactly understand what happened there at the end? I, it's, 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 uh, spooky stuff. <laughs> they find, it's like the next day and they're all safe and then, like, this, like, old-timey car drives by and it's got three girls and, like, their weird, like, Nazi robot-like driver <laughs> who is, like, who drives by and, like, ah, hey, he saved us. So... So yeah, that was that episode. Yep, um, it's a quick, very quick summary of it. Yeah, I mean, but th- we we're talking about like like twenty eight, twenty six minute episodes. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're they tend hour. to be short. Yeah. Um, I just but I just remember like as a kid, I like the I mean like getting lost in the woods is spooky, spooky lights in the woods, uh, like the sever like the you know the skinned calf head was I remember as a kid that it, that made me like frightened, the like skull popping out of the ground and then the guy was like that was that was scary. Yeah. Yeah, at the time it was scary. Now, now it just was kind of goofy. Now we're just looking at those like floating lights All and going. All I can see is those wires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they're like so obvious. There was it, no way you could edit those out. Well, it's also a weird thing because like they're not actually witches. They don't have like magical powers. Yeah, that's why I don't understand. They're just like held there by the watcher. So like, how are those hovering? And it's like you could have just not put the hovering and like thing, and it w- the shot would have been much better. Also, the watcher only keeps them there because he's like spooked. They have guy. fire. They have fire. Like Maybe they can't. <laughs> they can't get him within the camp. I don't know. <laughs> nobody was just like, "Hey, listen, I'm going to take this torch outside." And the watcher's like, "Hey, I'm going to get you." And they're like, "I'm going oh. to get you." Ah, oh, damn! You figured out about my fire thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was. <laughs> yeah, some minor plot holes in this. Um, I do like that. Like, they're not witches again, but their their camp has like witch paraphernalia. They're like weird goblets and stuff and like that would well and they could magic stuff like that guillotine they magicked it away i don't know what's going on so yeah it's like they were supposed to be witches because they've been there for so long and maybe they learned magic from the woods i don't know they didn't really explain that wood magic i did like the shot that that i kept i rewinded like wait what happened there was like can kelly sneaks into the camp and she's like she looks in the tent and she goes like Ugh. And just turns around and there's no insert shot nope. to show you what she's looking at. Nope, they never uh, show what, you. What did, we, what did she see? I would like to inform you real quick that the Uh-oh. three witches are called the boss hag, the hump hag, and the fat hag. How rude. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. Bab, wow. Babs Get Boys got fat hag on her resume. <laughs> uh... And she sold it. Like, But yeah. So that was, I just, yeah, I just remember that one being spooky. My grandparents uh, lived in the woods as a kid, so I always, I always remember traipsing around the woods, mm-hmm. and that episode was like, ooh, be spooky to get lost in the woods at night. Yeah, no, I agree. I think getting lost in the woods at night would suck. Do you know I've, what? Oh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, I've, I, I, if you've ever been on the East Coast, like in Virginia or Pennsylvania, and you're out in the woods at night, and there's like a mist, it's like, now I, I, I totally get why people thought there were like witches and like demons out there, because it's like really surreal and weird especially when you hear a friggin screech owl yeah oh well you know like crying babies (laughs) well you know it also is being surreal and weird 
getting stuck in a toy home thing. <laughs> also known as a dollhouse. There you go. Uh, I don't I never had one. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know words. Getting stuck in a dollhouse. There, yes. nailed it on the second try. Uh, next episode. This is the same. Also, season three, episode five. Uh, this is the tale of the doll maker. This one, I, I I remember like really vividly, and I've, I remember I've talked to other people who like also remember this episode. Um, so it's it starts off. Uh, our main character is Melissa. She has to stay with her aunt and uncle like on the summers, I guess, in Canada or Canada land. Um, and then so and it, it, the, I think the setup is. She saves her aunt and uncle like over the summers, and their next door neighbor. They also have a daughter, and she, they would like you know they're like playmates. And then one summer, like Susan is just gone, and they basically oh they, you know the Hendersons moved away. It was mysterious, and so they're like their their enormous like summer like summer house is all like closed up. Uh, but Melissa uh, sees like thing things going like moving in the windows. Uh, she goes in to investigate the, like the creepy empty house. And up in the attic, there is a dollhouse and a weird like door that seems to lead out into the like out onto the roof. Uh, and later that night, I believe I think it's that night she sees like lights in the lights in the windows and stuff do, happening up there. And all the while, her aunt Sally and Uncle Peter like don't go in the house. Don't don't go, don't don't, go into don't the house. Don't go in the house. You just can't go in there. Don't go. It just don't stay away from the house. Um, and then as someone she sneaks in there. Uh, I would say pretty gutsy sneaks into the empty house at night, like as a kid, like nope, gonna gonna hard pass on that one. <laughs> well, later on, like I forget if it's at this point, but she straight up like breaks the glass in the front, just that's like the end. Yeah, okay. So that's when she's got a mission. She's on a mission. All right. But she goes in there at, at night and like op- and she sees like oh that's earlier. She looks in the she looks in like in the dollhouse and realizes that it's a tiny model of the house that they're in, and she sees like a door close inside the dollhouse and it freaks her out. Then this time, the second time she goes in there and she sees light coming from the giant like cartoon keyhole on the door and opens it. And there's like another house beyond it. And she sees uh, she sees Susan, but she's in like pancake makeup (laughs) and and, have rosy cheeks. And then she's just kind of like wandering around in the the ghostly halls beyond. And then her uncle shows up and is like, no, you can't go in there. And then they open the door and it just opens out onto the roof again. Mm hmm. And then so she's convinced that like oh Susan's not missing she's just she's in the in this house somewhere, and then the aunt and uncle have to like are talking like talking way too loudly next to her and they're like we can't tell her what happened. <laughs> I love but, that. Just re- repeat <laughs> repeat what happened to provide exposition. We are ten feet away. We are going to explain exactly that she's vanished and that we don't know what happened, but it might have something to do with that dollhouse. Yeah, the uncle is like the uncle's like. Uh, like I know it was the house that did it. So the next day, she's very determined, and she go like he goes in there and like really badly boards up the door in the in the attic, <laughs> like a single board with like maybe two nails. Yeah, like, she doesn't even like it pry wasn't, it. Yeah, it was like one nail on each side, which is like totally not very supportive to begin with. Yeah, also, she, the door open. I think the door opens outwards. That wouldn't do anything. <laughs> I might just. But um, yeah, the, but, and basically, like, she's not even prying at, like, the nails. She's got it, like, at the middle of the door pulling it out. Yeah, it's clearly not it's like, nailed. She, she was like, boop, done. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think if you actually see, you can see her. She's, like, working that, but also has her hand kind of on the board as if holding it up as well. Because like, I'm sure oh. that's, that's and, like, hold the board there, action, and then just, like, pops it off. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So, yes, so she's determined to find Susan, so next day... She goes. She grabs a. She's read her Greek mythology. She grabs a big ball of twine and a hammer, 
uh, uses the hammer to break the, the glass on the window, on the door opens, it gets away in. And then she steps into the weird alternate house, which is like, a, she very realizes like, oh, now she's inside the, the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. And like the aunt comes up there to look for her and she can see her through the windows. And it's like, oh, like, aunt, I'm yeah, in here. find me. Oh. And then very creepily, like she hears a voice say like, she can't hear you and turns around and it's, it's Susan. Oh, I'm a doll. It's, yeah, it's revealed that she's slowly turning into a doll. Uh, and she, and then even though she's been missing for months, yes. <laughs> um, and then uh, so uh, Melissa's like, okay, we well, have to get you out of here. But she's like, I can't escape. And so she she matches the floor plan of the house and finds where the like stairs up to the attic were. Oh, the the moment where she tries to help like oh uh, yeah Susan up and she tries to like pull her up and just pulls her like doll hand off. Yeah. I remember that scaring me as a kid. Yeah, there there was definitely a point of just like, hey, could you help me lift this? And she's just like, pop. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it, like, it's the second time when her other hand comes off, it's like almost a comedic beat. But. Well, well, I'm very concerned because her hand comes off and then you, we have the resolution. And I'm like, wait, does she have her hand? Yes. <laughs> I mean, she made sure she put it in the pocket of her dress so she I, yeah, could come like through the, with it. The yeah. second time the hand comes off, she kind of goes like, uh, and just kind of like, just tucks it, it back in her, in her pocket. pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining the nightmare scenario where they're like, oh, thank God. Oh, your hand's in your pocket. Just blood just <laughs> Shooting out, <laughs> she got two severed hands in her pockets. <laughs> but yes, they have a spooky sequence where uh, Melissa, like, she tries to find the door back, and there's no door there. And like, she looks at her hands, and her hands are turning like into doll hands. Mm-hmm. But she manages to find the like, she gets up into the attic of the alternate like dollhouse, and they they find the door and they open it, and it's like a it's and since it's the mirror world, it goes back to the real world, and they they like leap out of it and back into the real world. And Susan is back to normal and is saved, even though she she disappeared only like a year ago, but she's dressed like she's from like Little House on the Prairie. Well, it's because she was wearing a doll's dress. I guess I was like, where did she get that? Like, she changed into doll clothes while she was in there? Yeah. Or the thing well, changed also, her into doll clothes, which is a weirder idea. Her, her like 90s JCPenney clothing were turned into like a doll clothing. It's called the doll maker, but they never, you never see a doll maker. Yeah, the, the lead in is like the girl going like, some people say... Dolls look like tiny little people, or like they look like little people have been turned like turned into dolls. Like, yeah, and so it's called the doll maker, but there's no explanation as to where the house or the doll house, where the doll house or the doll thing came from. Yeah, and the entire lead-in is like one of the kids being like, "Oh, dolls are dumb," and at the end is like they have a doll made of him. It's like that's a lot of effort for that joke. <laughs> Very much like the Seinfeld episode where. The, there's that doll that looks exactly like George's mother. <laughs> and he's like freaked out by it. But yeah. So that was the doll maker episode. Well, how about we get into a real, real spooky one? Oh yeah. This is the one I remember the most. This is what I remember. Like this one was like, I, I didn't want to watch parts of this as a kid because they were scary. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is the one that I really remember too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think this is the one that bar probably like down the line is just like the costume designer was just like, Oh, you gave me a hundred dollar budget. Let's go. Yeah, like all the this all the sets are just like a local middle school. <laughs> so it's like there's they're not spending any money on props or sets. So like let's just go nuts with the monster in this one. All right. So the plot the props so this, are fill the pool, then drain the pool. Sweet. Yeah. Shot <laughs> one shot next day, drain the pool, put some stuff on it, done. Like we have like there's like five actors in this episode. Um, but it is the scariest of them, I would say. This is uh, season five, episode one, The Tale of the Dead Man's Float. And we start off where it's like 
it's supposed to be like the 50s, but you know, it doesn't really look like the 50s. Uh, and there's like a guy, and he's supposed to be lifeguarding like his little cousin, I guess. No, it's the the girl that he's with. Oh, that's her, her brother. Her little brother. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the kids like swimming around in the pool at this like at this like middle school, I guess. And he and then they're supposed to, he's supposed to be the lifeguard, but he's making out with his girlfriend. With the hi, I'm from the 50s with my 90s hair. Yeah, he's extremely ever like it's it's not even attempting it. Yeah. Um. But while they're making out, the kid like something under the water grabs the kid and pulls him under, and he drowns. And then it goes to the present day where we're, we 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 pan in on middle school Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> uh, and uh, he is like he's Macaulay Culkin again from Page Master. He's just like an insufferable nerd. We should be specific. This is not Macaulay, not Macaulay Culkin, Culkin, but he looks a lot like him. Yeah, he had the same haircut, same hair, same glasses, same like. Same like weird Dopey look on his face. Lip, yeah, lip situation. His name know. is Zeke. Yeah, his name is Zeke, and he's like making an enormous volcano in sci- in like lab class. Which, like, I don't think you're allowed to do that. Uh, but so he's like blows stuff up, and he's like, oh, oh my experiment failed. Oh, it didn't really fail. This is exactly the reaction because if you had this water, <laughs> go away. Can we insert? Can we insert like sound of like lockers slamming? <laughs> um, Either way, so he like there's like there's the girls watching him like oh what a loser but our our main female lead uh, Clarice yes Clarice not Clarice it's Clarice like chloride chlorine yeah <laughs> like chlorine in a pool oh, oh. Mm-hmm. she's on the swim team and she finds his like idiotic antics charming <coughs> which happened never in any high school yeah, this is a thing that's <laughs> never happened. Hi, I'm a cute girl, and I find that nerdy guy over there so I find attractive. this insufferable nerd Wait. is like... In high school? No, 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 no. It was, it was the other girl that thought she was cute and dragged the main girl oh, with her. Oh, you're right, you're right. Because right. remember, there's that scene where she acts all jealous. That's right, you're right. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so they... they he. They saw they get hanging out, and then like he reveals to her that like he says, well, "I was trying to measure the volume of the school, and I found that there's more to this place that meets the eye." And like <laughs> hidden behind like the lockers in the boys' locker room is a door that says "to pool," and it opens up into like an abandoned pool, which is enormous. And like, how did no one notice this before? Like, there's an entire wing to this building which is which has no door leading to it. Like, no way outside, like, no... There's, like, like, there's, huh. there's windows with light coming through, but it's like an abandoned pool, and it's, it's quickly revealed that this is the pool from the opening shot, uh, and then she pressured, she, like, there's a there's a time cut, and she pressured the school to reopen the haunted pool. Like, in a week, it's just like, <laughs> Jesus, this kid has definitely got some, like, politician power to her. Oh, yeah. I think they said it was about three weeks. She's like, she got in the face of everyone who would listen. What happens in, like, education that solves itself in three weeks? (laughs) And it's basically, like, she's complaining because the the swim team had to, like, drive, like, half an hour away to use the other school's pool. And Mm -hmm. it's like, why don't we use this one? It's just the pool that some kid died in, like, you know, 40 years ago. But But everyone forgot about, apparently, as they forgot about the pool. And then it, it turns out, like, the janitor there is the Got the kid, the lifeguard who's making out his girlfriend oh, in the opening shot. We're missing like, some spoopy things. Well, was, I just we, wanted to ask, like, was he just like cursed to like, well, my like my, my like girlfriend's little brother died in the school. I guess I just as my like penance, I have to become a janitor here. I don't know. That was 
Never explained. The yes. crazy old man. But yeah. Well, anyway. but the first time they go see the pool, like it's just like there's a black tarp over it, and you know it's real it's supposedly nasty. Empty. And they're just kind of like talking, just like, oh, okay, get this pool. And then when they pull away, there's just like a body that pops up a little bit out of the water. Spooky. It is spooky. And then um, so they fill the pool, and then like uh, Zeke is like, uh, uh, you know, like can I get like swim lessons? So yeah, yeah. There's that entire weird scene where he's just like, "I'll help you in science class yeah, if right. you uh, if you help me like learn how to swim." If you, the- if you take off some of your if you take off a lot of your clothing, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a low scale like I'm trying to figure out how to hit on you. Yeah, this is this is this is a very middle school boy grift. <laughs> Um, Could you th- teach me how to swim? But it works, uh, and he's he's like wearing. He, they're both floating in like a in like a little raft in the pool. How do they get in the pool at night? It's like in in the school. Uh, she Remember, had the she key. Stole this, she stole the keys oh, from the swim okay. coach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little shot at her. Also, why does a pool need a floaty boat? I think they just brought it. No, it was in there before. I saw it in the shot. Like oh. before, when they were showing them swimming, it was like know. hanging up on the wall. It's like really, that's the normal rescue device for if you need to pop in the pool and save someone I instead of a some, lifesaver. I think somebody was just having a fun, was having a lark. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't I, make sense. I agree with Sabrina. And uh, <laughs> I mean, considering how how this is like probably one of the better episodes, I'm like that's just the one thing I was. I can't about. stand this floaty in this episode. This is not. She's it wasn't just a floaty. It was a it was a float. It was a boat. Well, either way, he's floating float. in it. Like he's afraid to get in the water, and she's like, "Come on! Like you you managed to lure me into this pool at night, like, like barely wearing anything. Apparently, his grift worked. Like a total like a total creepo. Um, but as they're in the pool, then something starts like rocking the boat and trying to knock them into it. And um and and then so so yeah, there's a little bit of scenes of like. Uh, like, oh, oh, I'm just gonna jump in. Uh, hee okay. And then, like, she's hanging off the side of it. And we keep getting, like, underwater shots, like, coming up at them. And then her friend, like, dirtbag shows like, drags up, her drags under. her under, and then leaves. Yeah. <laughs> like, she thought, appears out of nowhere. Yeah, she was like, I thought you didn't like puppies because she's the one that consult- said, <laughs> yeah, she's been, like she's been puppy. watching them, I guess. Yeah, so I guess she was jealous because she's the one who actually had eyes on him and was actually the one interested in him, but instead he's spending time with a girl who had absolutely zero interest in him to begin with. She was just like deep water, like trying to hold her but breath. here's the thing. Like she, for them not to see her go in there, she must have been under there already before they were even in the oh, pool. Oh, that's an elaborate plan. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I, I want to know, like, did she have, like, a little scuba thing under the water so she could just be ready? And how did they not see her? <laughs> it's not like the pool is cloudy and you couldn't tell if someone Eric, was in answer there. these questions. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't some creepy mist over the pool to hide people, sl- like, swimming under there, so. This is, this is Sabrina's, like, tw- <laughs> like, 12 angry men moment here. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, and I really like this episode. Yes. But there's just so many inconsistencies. Not it was just a, it's just a it's just an excuse for that gag. Like right. it's a fake scare, but then the real yeah. scares happen because then yeah. she gets tugged in later, and then the entire raft flips over. Yeah, and, so, and then uh, like and then like wormy wormy boy gets dumped into the pool, and then he gets a then now they're all like flailing because glass there's shark like is a, after him. Yeah, there's like a there's like a ghost something in the pool that's trying to pull them under. Uh, they managed to get out. Did this whole sequence remind you of uh, the the like 
invisible creature in a pool sequence from uh, uh, from It Follows. Yes. When I was watching It Follows and that scene happened, I was like, this reminds me of that one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> Like, uh, I was like, oh, my God, that's freaky. Yeah. And so, like, they, they, they confer with the crazy old janitor who's like, oh, it's back. It's just going to haunt us. And uh, and then he uses some science to realize that, like, uh, he gets, what is he? Get, he gets a chemical that'll dye, dye yeah. stuff red. Like, yeah. reacts with acids so that that way it will actually make it appear. And then he the, pours so they, it in. They, he pours it on the, in like, in the pool and then the creature appears, and it's, like, pretty freaky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This one is, like, full-on skull and, like, decaying, like, And, of course, it's clothes. dyed red, so it looks bloody. It's, like, yeah, it's, like, a guy in, like, a skull, like, zombie costume, and he's covered in, like, ra- like rags and But the other, yeah. the other weird thing is that he's still, like, a liquid. Like, he's very solid-looking, but he's also liquid with some of his, like, oozing out of pipes ability. Yeah. yeah the, and, the- and now, because he is, like, a mat, like, a... He's been died. He's like, well, now I can just leave the pool to kill you. Yeah, so he's he's like a ghost, and he can turn into water and like slip around through pipes. So I was like, oh, that's a cool, that's like a it's a neat like things so they they find they try to find a way to they have to defeat this creature, and it's like following them by like coming up through the drain in the in the locker room, and it goes like, yeah. full, like that was pretty freaky. And, yeah, and that gives, was very freaky. And, and gives the guy a heart attack. So yes, he the can guy be, just like straight he, up gets a heart attack. He can just like, oh, the adult's now useless. Yeah. So they eventually, uh, nerd boy, wormy boy Zeke is like, oh, I know, I guess I was experimenting with mag, uh, magnate earlier. It's uh, it's explosive well, he, with water. Well, he doesn't even do that. She oh. does. Oh, right, because yeah. she's learning from his science advice. Yes, because yeah. she was just like, I'm going to carry this jar. Somehow. But then, like, a weird event happens where, like, he, she holds it and is, like, going to open it. And he's just like, no! <laughs> he smacks <laughs> out of her hand into the pool. And she's just like, I got to go get that dirt bag. Yeah. Because it's like it's a, it's reacts with water explosively, and, and she was wet. But yeah, now they've thrown it in the pool. It's like, what are you gonna do? Explode the pool? So well, I mean, it's basically eventually what they do is like the creature finally appears, and they just like dump the like you know gallon jug of of like manganese or whatever. I forget what it was. Well, remember, first she jumps into the pool to get it, yes. and he's going after her, and then the other guy has to try and distract him so she can come back. And while he's like struggling with the monster, then she throws it on right. him. Yeah, and the monster goes like, yeah, so it explodes, it turns into a hot tub, and and yeah. apparently that's how you vanquish ghosts. He's a water ghost. They established like he's made out of water. I understand that, but if you make that's- it. When, like, fine, if he, if you just think, oh, he's a water monster, fine, but if he's a ghost, that doesn't work with ghost logic. Yeah, you gotta use root beer. <laughs> I played that game again recently. Which game is this? Monkey Island. Nice. <laughs> you kill, uh, ghosts are killed by root beer. Good. Um, all right, uh, I know that there are other episodes of there's, Are You Afraid of the Dime? I mean, there's a bunch, but I'm trying to say, like, are there any, like, Notable ones that we want to bring up. Oh, I, I there's a bunch I want. I wanted to pick the uh, ones I wanted to pick that I thought of were like there's one where there's like a evil guy running a restaurant. His his like signature soup is made out of fear, and he's got Ooh. he's got like a he's got like a box he locks you in, and then like and then like a cheap like garden gargoyle statue you can buy at like Home Depot in the Home and Garden section pops out, and it like causes people to see their worst fears. And it like drains the fear into this liquid that the guy makes into the soup. Yeah, I feel like the first two episodes were of uh, of Are You Afraid of the Dark are the ones that I've seen the most. The f- Tale of the Phantom Cab, 
which is the one where basically the kids get in a cab and basically a ghost is driving it. And if they don't Ooh. solve a puzzle, they die. Isn't, wasn't there a reality show based around that? Yeah, uh, Cash Cab. Uh, <laughs> it's the, the haunted Cash Cab. Uh, and then the tale of laughing in the oh, dark. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. you steal the nose from the clown. Zebo the clown. <laughs> that yeah. one, ooh, yeah, that one always got to me. The, the Fear Soup one was one I remember. The one I remember was, like, the kids that go to the boarding school, which it turns out is run by, like, these, like, lizard aliens, and then they hypnotize the kids to, like, take care of their eggs. I mean that's real. That's that that's very real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that, that's that's nonfiction. Yeah, you, you. That's what happens in Area Fifty One. That's what we found that out this week. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so, yeah. Very, let's, let's let's really date this episode, Josh. <laughs> You're welcome. You know, um, the the year of our Lord, 2019. Uh, let's see, there's there's a couple episodes I just remember. Oh. Oh, yeah, there's the one where it's the movie theater and it's they're showing Nosferatu and the vampire comes out of the film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the one where the, the kid gets the haunted camera that like whenever he takes a picture of something, it'll, it'll show a picture of it, of something bad happening to it. And then it'll happen. And then oh. there's like a little picture. There's a little gremlin icon that appears in all the photos. I remember that one. So, yeah, I'm looking at these, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes? It's difficult to find one that it doesn't have at least, like, an 8 rating uh, on IMDb. Like, they're all 9s or 8s. I went back and watched a couple episodes for this, and then, like, a couple of years back, my friends and I got together and, like, you know, a couple of drinks, like, let's watch some Are You Afraid of the Dark? And we were having fun kind of riffing on it. But there is one where, like, there's a couple that were just like, eh, this is not scary. Yeah. Um, The one with, like, the, yeah, that was weird. I did like the one with the weird like Irish like toy maker where he makes like automatons, but then like he's a robot. That was a really strange episode. Yeah. We also didn't miss out on doing the tale of station 109.1, oh, yeah, which would have been Gilbert Gottfried in it. Oh, I didn't even know that. I was just making the, the radio reference. Oh, not only does it have Gilbert Gottfried in it, it also has Ryan Gosling in it. All right, kids. <laughs> You're going to be really scared by this episode. Oh, wow. Those. I just noticed that there's one. The Wait, tale. Ryan Gosling is in it? Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Like as a it. kid? Yeah. Whoa. No, as an adult. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how old he is. He's like, I think he's older than us. Yeah, he's older than I us. Maybe, I thought maybe like as a teenager or something. Um. Well, he could have been a... He could have been a teenager. I don't know. I'm not mm, sexy good with Ryan Gosling. Ages. Okay, so I may have found the combo no, breaker no good for here. You, no. So you there's you didn't watch Drive and you didn't like. Ooh, I want that. No, I'm good. So I may have found the combo breaker. There is an episode, The Tale of the Manana, which is three point one out of ten. Ouch. Yeah, this one must be a real stinker. Ooh, the, the one... season five, episode eight. There's a couple that were just like the ones that were like not spooky. The one I watched is the one where the kid like. Wanders off in the woods and he runs into like a guy from the Revolutionary War and then like there's British soldiers chasing him. Hmm. And then he's like, yeah, he has to like, he has to like get this guy's message that he meant those meant to deliver and like his ghost is trapped there. Yeah, it looks like the later seasons have some real bad ones. The Tale of the Forever Game, three point three. The Tale of the Virtual Pets, two point nine. Ouch. That must have been the nineteen ninety nine one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yes, it is. The there's Tale one with of the like Gruesome a haunted Laser Tag. I think that was really bad. Yeah, there's a few like the the. 1999 definitely has a lot of like it is either really good or very bad. Yeah, I just um, I watched the one with the, the Revolutionary War guys was funny because I just got to watch all the little stuff. Like these are clearly just like some local recreation group. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. they have all the correct weapons and everything, but they're just, like, not clearly not extras. Right. Bad extras. Well, um, if we want to talk about this, they're bringing it back. Yes, there is a... Again? Well, it's like a re... It's, I think it's a continuation. Oh. So it's like a new series. Yes, it's a reimagining. So if I'm right, it's basically... And uh, this could be cor- incorrect, but it's basically the kids of the original Midnight Society getting together. As adults. Yes. Ooh. Okay. I, I was saying, you know what? Like, I'll give it. A, I, I I will give it a shot. It's on Netflix. Yeah, I will get. Oh, it's gonna go. Oh, then yeah, I'll definitely give it a shot. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll have one season of it and cancel it. It'll be great. <laughs> I mean, so why do you make me sh- sad, Josh? Okay. To be fair, they're killing Bojack. To be fair, <laughs> I was really skeptical when they decided they were gonna do Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I mean, of course, it's not mm. called that, but I actually really enjoyed their version of Sabrina. Like, I actually really liked it, so... Oh, you would. <laughs> it's not just because we share a it's name. Not that. <laughs> it's not but that. But it helps. It's not that she's also named Sabrina and dresses in a lot of black. Actually, and enjoys her being signature a color is red. Okay. And what is your favorite color? Shut up, Joshua. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. Never mind. Because hold, in the hold original on, Sabrina thought... the Teenage Witch series, she did not wear a lot of red, okay? Excuse me, I found this hoop. I'm going to go dunk. I'm gonna I'm gonna detach this microphone from the, from the armature here and then drop it. I mean, downside, her cat Salem was a familiar that was born from a weird demon goblin thing, and it wasn't a talking cat that used to be a witch. He's a lot more charming in the old show, I think. Yeah, well, at least he talks. He yeah, he's talk. less charming when he doesn't talk. <laughs> just, just another hit. Just another day with eight nipples. Could you, uh, that laugh? <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> that, that laugh. Yeah, that weird robo way he moved his mouth. Yeah. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Um, Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, it's still good. Yeah, uh, no, I see the episodes. I'm curious to see the really bad episodes because those look Bro, if if you're hearing this and you haven't thought about this show in a while, just go back, and give it a spin. Like you can probably look up and find the episodes. Like I'm sure anyone who's seen it is like, "Ooh, remember that episode when?" And just you can look it up, go watch it. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun to go back and watch. Are They're only half are? an hour. They're spooky. I'm curious how many of them are just straight up on YouTube. Mm. 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 I'm doing a quick search. Top five, are you afraid complete? Okay, so it looks like you can't just get these straight-up episodes on there. They've, they've definitely locked that down, but it, it there is are available. means. It is available. There are means. They're definitely... I know that they have their uh, their DVD packs, and those actually had all the episodes for a season, so it wasn't like the like really jerk thing to do of well, like, like four oh, episodes. yeah. Oh, do you remember back in the day of like anime having like a DVD that had like two or three episodes on it? No nightmare. No, but I can say for a long time, Mr. Science Theater only came in like these four DVD sets that had a lot of elaborate packaging and they were like $50 each. Yes. For a long time, that was like the only way to get the the show. Oh, geez. The only legit way, you mean? Yes. Well, it's like, it's a lot. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Otherwise, you had to. I remember when I went to a convention and found MST3K just bootleg DVDs, and I was like, can you do this? Wait a second, you can. Yeah. So, uh, are you afraid of the dark? It's good. good. It's good. It gets five out of five screams from me. <laughs> five I, out of five. Actually, it's only four because I still am mad about the fact that. The boat was there. 
Five out of five for style, but four out of five for boat placement. <laughs> Sabrina gives it five out of five groping zombie hands on her breasts. Five? Oh, there's five fingers on each. Oh, okay. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I was about to say five, then there's going to be one hand groping something else, and I don't know what. <laughs> this is a family-friendly show. Hey, she brought the shirt. We want to talk about, like... Sexy Medusa. <laughs> hey, we could. Um, all right. I think that takes care of us for all. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. yeah. So this was a this is high fives all yeah. around. It's one of those one, those like yeah, that's good. It's still good. Yep. You should check out. Are you afraid of the dark? Yep. Coming up, should you check out the next choice that we have? at Sabrina's I'm pick. Say no on this one. <laughs> I think you could survive. <laughs> uh, Sabrina, what are, what are we watching? Are we, we've had some spooks. We've had some, the you know, the intro of Are You Afraid of the Dark includes Clown. Yeah. So uh, what did you make us watch? Kid of Clowns from Outer Space. This is a movie, an actual movie. Yeah, this is an actual Ooh. movie. I, so. this, this, is, this is like, again, I'm, I was really sad to not have like, like Mike and the robots in the bottom of this one. <laughs> Although uh, this one is intentionally cheesy, so I don't know if it was. I don't think this would make a good Mister Science Theater. No, episode. they were hamming it too often. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh Next boy. episode. Uh, oh if boy. you are listening live, it will be probably within about five minutes. If you're listening online at satfriendsclub.com or getting wait. us at Twitter, you're gonna have to wait a little bit. But you could get early ex- episodes if you're over on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/satfriendsclub. If you want to give us a little bit of a love over there, you can find out when we're recording the episodes. You can be part of our chat room so we can talk about what episodes are coming up. You can get ready to watch them so that you know them alongside of us. Uh, and, you know, go ahead and chat with us. And, and if you already follow us, you should tell your friends and family about us yeah. so we can get more listeners. I've been telling my coworkers. My, my boss now listens. Hi, Josh's boss. Hey, Omar. How you doing? Sorry if I curse a lot. No, you didn't <laughs> curse that bad. I didn't think I had to hit the stop button this time. You didn't, but I, I'm scared that I probably let an F-bomb out, and we just didn't notice because we're so used to me letting out F-bombs. Yeah, that's the danger, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry. She's, yeah, she's, got, she's got Jack Black mouth over there. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will catch you next time for more Saturday Friends fun. Uh, let's see. i got to make sure that this is ready. All right. Uh, Till then, sleep well, everyone. Good night. Bye.